0: Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. I'm your host, Jared.
1: And I'm Edwina.
0: And today, continuing our Once More with Feeling series on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Now, today we're doing something a little different because this is a two-part episode, Eddie. So, I guess it means we have to do a two-part episode, doesn't it? Yeah. So, the first episode uh, is Season 2, Episode 13.
1: Uh, Surprise!
0: Surprise. First aired on January 19th, 1998. Uh, written by Marty Noxon and Michael Lange and the second episode uh, season 2 episode 14 innocence. innocence um first aired 20th of January 1998 and written and directed by Joss Toss Whedon. Weedon. yes ah. yeah. um
1: how were they what was the date on both of them
0: well that was January the 20th and well the other one I guess was a week earlier. What did they say?
1: Well, they aired on the same night.
0: January 19th. Oh, so consecutive nights, I guess. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, actually, I think I was reading about that Monday, Tuesday night they were released on consecutively. Yeah. Ah. Um,
1: And then I think they went on like a slight, like a mid-season break.
0: Oh, right. Okay. I
1: think. I don't know, because this was sort of the time when I, I think this was when I, was I like, fully hooked on the show. Right. <laughs> like, okay. I think this might have been the full hook. Yep.
0: Uh, over to you, Eddie.
1: Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, this is a full spoiler podcast. I am a huge fan of the show, but Jared has never watched the whole series and I'm trying to convince him it's worth his time.
0: Mm, indeed.
1: Yes. And there's so much that happens in this, <laughs> this episode.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, this does sort of uh, push the plot. You know, the story along, I guess, a lot more than uh previous episodes had, just especially last week, I guess. So
1: Yeah. Um and yeah, this is definitely a top tier episode as well. Oh, is it? Huh. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. this is what a lot of people say. This is when the show came into its own. Right. Like, this is okay. when, when it found itself. Yeah. Found its footing. So um I don't know. I I remember really like I can't remember the point. When I fit, like, because I definitely watched every single episode when it aired, and that was kind of a rare thing to do at the time. Mm. So
0: yeah,
1: uh, Jared, had you seen this episode? Uh
0: no, but I think I've seen the angel transformation scene. I I do sort of. I think I remember maybe seeing that, watching that with you or something years uh, at some point. Yeah, I'm not sure when but uh, i yeah i do rem- do remember seeing that like him like running out of the bed and stuff but that's uh, about all i remember from this episode so oh, okay. i don't recognize anything from uh, anybody else so yeah. yeah
1: so did you want to do the summary
0: all right yeah let's uh get into it shall we it's
1: going to be a long one
0: yeah it is yep it's a long one double episode Buffy has a vivid dream where Drusilla dusts Angel, which she fears is prophetic and realises that Spike and Drew must still be alive. Buffy confides to Angel about her dream, but when her anxiety only seems to escalate, he kisses her. Buffy confesses that it's becoming harder to say goodbye, no matter whose bedtime it is. Angel agrees. Odds finally asks Willow out on a date. She accepts but remembers the Scoobies are planning a surprise party for Buffy's 17th birthday and instead invites him to the party. Elsewhere, Drew arranges her own gala event while Spike, using a wheelchair, directs his gang to collect scattered pieces of the demon Judge to reassemble for her present. Jenny Callender gets a visit from a mysterious man who reveals Miss Callender's gypsy past and they discuss her responsibilities in ensuring Angel's continued suffering. The man orders Jenny to separate Angel from the Slayer. Jenny agrees and she reveals that the man is her uncle. On the way to Buffy's surprise party, she and Miss Callender intercept a piece of the judge and bring it to the party, deducing Drew's plot. Following her gypsy orders, Jenny encourages Angel on his mission to prevent the dire consequences of reassembly. He must take the judge's arm by a cargo ship to the remotest region possible. While Angel gives Buffy a ring for a birthday doing their tearful parting at the dock, Spike's vamps manage to steal the arm back. Later at the library, Buffy has another informative dream and takes Angel to investigate the factory where Spike and Drew have their lair. They discover the judge is fully assembled and activated and Spike and Drusilla capture and taunt the two, debating who will die first. They narrowly escape through the sewer system then return to Angel's apartment exhausted and drenched from the rain. And horny. And horny. Still suffering from successive threats of losing one another, Angel and Buffy confess feelings that each has been trying to suppress. They make love for the first time and fall asleep in each other's arms. Suddenly, in a flash of lightning and a crash of thunder, Angel bolts awake and runs out into the storm, calling Buffy's name in anguish. To be continued.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: So, well, 24 hours later... (laughs)
1: I think in Australia they might have done it all in one night. I'm pretty sure it aired back to yeah. back. Yeah,
0: oh. I'm surprised they didn't make you wait a week. The way they used to treat us with TV shows, it was shocking.
1: They still treat. <laughs> oh.
0: No one watches it anymore. Have given up.
1: <laughs> yeah, because they used to they treat all these shows really badly.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. I'll get back to that. <laughs> After making love with Buffy, Angel is racked with pain and his soul is ripped from him in the street. He kills a passerby when she offers to help him. He goes to the factory to join Spike and Drusilla, but the judge attacks him. He's unable to burn him because Angel has fully reverted to the evil Angelus.
1: It tickles. It tingles.
0: Spike, Drusilla and Angelus are clearly pleased to be reunited. Angelus vows to destroy Buffy for how she made him feel when he was Angel. While researching a way to defeat the judge, a demon with the power to destroy the world whom no weapon forge can harm, Xander and Cordelia are caught kissing in the library by a jealous willow. Buffy finds Angel in his apartment, not knowing that he is now Angelus, and he blows her off, laughing at her as she weeps. Jenny is chastised by her uncle, who tells that if Angel has one moment of true happiness, the curse placed on him will be broken and his new soul will be taken from him.
1: Perhaps Angel should have been told about the fine print.
0: Nah, yeah. silly idea. And they
1: cursed him.
0: Angelus terrorises Willow and the gang at school, emotionally tormenting Buffy. Later, as they discuss Angel's transformation in the library, Buffy realises that having sex with Angel is what caused him to turn evil. Buffy has a dream in which Angel indicates that Jenny knows more than she's letting on. The next morning, Buffy confronts Jenny, who tells her that Angelus was cursed with a soul in vengeance for what he did to her people, and that her uncle has tasked her with keeping Buffy and Angel apart. When Buffy, Jenny, and Giles arrive at her uncle's home, they find that Angelus has brutally killed him, leaving Buffy a message written on blood on the wall. Buffy begins to accept that she has to kill Angelus. Xander hatches a plan to kill the judge and hear Cordelia break into an army base and steal a rocket launcher. Tracking down the judge, who is slaughtering people at a crowded mall, Buffy blows him up with the RPG. Buffy stalks Angelus through the fleeing crowd and, when he ambushes her, they battle ferociously. Reaching a standoff, Buffy is still unwilling to kill Angelus and settles for kicking him in the balls. Oh, my balls. <laughs> Buffy blames herself for everything that has happened, but Giles reassures her that although she acted rashly, she and Angel loved each other and that Giles still supports and respects her. Later, Joyce lights a candle on Buffy's birthday cake and tells her to make a wish, but Buffy decides to let it burn while they watch a classic movie, Stowaway. The end.
1: And all right, Eddie. And I should just, I should just let you know, um, Sunnydale got a lot bigger in this episode.
0: A military base.
1: There's a military base. Yeah. So now we have, we have a zoo. A natural history museum. A college. A college. Shipping docks. <laughs> I don't know where these shipping docks came from. Like, it's never indicated that they're near a river or... of the ocean, yeah. Or the ocean.
0: I guess it's not landlocked.
1: <laughs> um, and a shopping mall, which was introduced in the last episode, but I forgot to mention it. Oh, yeah. But yeah, we had never seen the shopping mall
0: before. But they actually called, was it actually called Sunnydale Docks, or were they just at a dock?
1: Well... They can't be that far away, like Buffy doesn't drive, Angel doesn't drive.
0: So they walk there. They
1: walk everywhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so everything's within walking distance. Mm. So not only is it, I mean, okay, Sunnydale might be a big town with a lot of places, but are they all like next door to each other as well?
1: I don't know, just Buffy never... like. Does it have it an airport? It might come into it later. <laughs> later. There, might, there might be an airport.
0: Might be, all right. So, well, there's we... a
1: bus station as well. I suppose oh. that's pretty.
0: Oh, what? a bus station. Oh, Jesus. What do you mean like a station as in like a, a little shelter people stand at? Or do you mean like a massive bus terminal? Like a big bus terminal. A bus terminal. Oh.
1: Yeah. Okay. Cuz that was station. that was also mentioned in the episode as Remember well. You got a
0: train station as well.
1: Um, yes, yes it does.
0: It does? Yeah. Right. would <laughs> Be somewhere to put all these things, aren't there? Yeah. So where do you want to start with this, Eddie? What's
1: I actually really love this two part episode. hmm I I think it really this is really where the show comes into its own. Right. Like I have to ask, what did you actually think of this episode?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all right. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, I kind of feel that um this season kind of builds up to these two episodes. Like and you have lots and lots of foreshadowing scattered throughout the previous episodes. You also have, you know, Jenny Calendar not being who she said that she was, which is also mm. a common theme.
0: Well, she's not a pagan techno.
1: <laughs> well, maybe not. Oh, maybe that's just part oh, of God. it. Um, you have a lot of, you know, Buffy coming into her sexual mature- maturity, thematically scattered throughout as well. Um, you have these episodes fulfilling the show's mission statement, which is high school is hell. Um, and you have- yeah, Everyone's
0: miserable. <laughs> everyone's just miserable.
1: Um, and you, you know, you have, you know, the, you know, the metaphorical, your boyfriend turning into a monster yeah. type thing happening. Like after having sex for the first time with a guy, they, you know, turn into an ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You make make you feel like you're being used.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're just a trophy.
1: Yeah, and that like, oh, a conquest. To, like that scene when Angel, like the way that he talks to her, pretty much indicating that she was a lousy lay. Like pretty much said she's a lousy lay, and then sort of calls her kiddo, um, mm. like making out that she's young and inexperienced. Like yeah. calls her kiddo. And then pretty much says, "Oh no, it was real great. You're a real pro. (laughs) You're (laughs) a pro. Like also, um, indicating that you know, call, call her, say that she's a a lousy lay and also a whore. Mm. (laughs) It's hard to watch that.
0: Yeah, yeah. It seemed like uh, Angel was kind of loving it too.
1: Yeah. Oh, and and I do love Angelus as a character. Mm. He is just disgusting."
0: He smiles a lot more though. Yes, <laughs> he seems he happier. Does. He's,
1: he's a happy guy. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's a lot happier now. That he's uh, he's got no soul now. He's like, yeah, I'm loving this. Yeah, oh, this no, is good.
1: He, he loves being bad. He loves not having a soul. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Angel and Angelus are two completely different people.
0: Oh no, the sensitive guy, and you got the dick. You know.
1: Yeah, the duck brooding sensitive.
0: Yeah, yeah. Are you okay? You know, you Reads
1: need, French poetry in read, the dark shirtless. And, yeah,
0: turns his back when you're getting undressed, you know. <laughs> a real gentleman. Yeah. You know.
1: And and jealous is just like, yeah. you know, show us your tits, love. Yeah, get them out. <laughs> Put them on the glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So this, you know, it also plays on that horror trope of, you know, when the Virgin loses their virginity and then they end up being murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time it's sort of flipped on its head with Angel dying and becoming Angelus. Because as I said, they are completely different people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get that. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, okay. Oh, yeah, we have the introduction of the Buffy Angel love theme by Christoph Beck. Yeah. Did you, did you hear it?
0: Uh Yeah. I can't really remember it though, but I, I remember you saying it.
1: No, you started doing the Terminator.
0: Duh, 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 duh.
1: It went like that, didn't it? No, it was not the Terminator 2 thing. Come on, quickly. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> of sound like um that. yeah no it's actually just a really beautiful um i'm a dominator yeah. yeah it's a really beautiful and it just gets scattered out to, it gets scattered around to so it's
0: used a lot from this point on
1: um yeah to make you cry though oh okay <laughs> all right instant yeah. cry music instant cry music all right. <laughs> yeah
0: keep an ear out for that one
1: yeah. Yeah, I think she, most of her love interests get a little theme.
0: Can I uh say there's a lot of face sucking in this too? Oh yeah. Now, I don't really know how like where they make movies and when they're shooting these kiss scene, kissing scenes and and movies and, and TV shows, but I can only imagine that like with any scene you're shooting, there's usually a lot of takes to do or something. Now, I don't know if they do it was like some other way they do it with uh, you know, passionate scenes, but I'm there's a lot of kissing scenes in that, so I figure they had to do a lot of kissing for a long time mm. to get all these shots right. Um, I, I, I don't, as I said, I don't know much, but I'd be curious to know, like, how often would they? You'd have to do that, and I almost feel, feel sorry for them in some ways. <laughs> but there's just a lot of kissing. Like, I got nothing against the kissing, but there's, there's just a lot, wasn't there? You don't think?
1: I think you could kind of see it building, like the like it's only. only... Well, the first
0: episode, I think it's about three, like passionate so probably, kissing. So scenes. probably
1: for the past three episodes. And it was the...
0: two the to the previous one as well, like a couple of passionate yeah, kissing. Yeah, scenes. Yeah, yeah.
1: So in the past couple of episodes, there's been like these quite passionate kissing scenes that you've had with Buffy and Angel. Mm. <laughs> um. That then, then. yeah. So so you got that nice little build up before the. Before the main event, yeah,
0: oh yeah, (laughs) went off well.
1: You see that their kissing gets more and more passionate as these Mm. episodes go along. That they're, you know, they're finding it very hard to fight their, their urges. (laughs) She is. Feelings, yeah. I think he is too. Like, because he's sort of like he doesn't like. Mm. He's like, I don't want to pressure you. He's the one that tries to stop it as well. He's like, yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah, true gentleman. (laughs) We don't have to do this. He's but like, I really want to. He's
1: like, you don't have to. And she kind of stops, you know, shuts him up.
0: Yeah, we have to. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. I might talk about Drusilla and Buffy and their parallels in this episode. Right. Okay. So, because you have uh, Buffy with her prophetic dreams um, and Drusilla. With her visions. Yeah, Drusilla has her, her visions um, and I think it was kind of insinuated that Drusilla is aware of him. Was a was in, was actually in the dreams?
0: Right. Yeah, that was actually her. Like she, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like
1: she was actually in the dreams doing those.
0: Oh right. Things. Yeah.
1: Okay. It seemed like because she actually says, "Oh, I dream- dreamt that you'd come."
0: Well, I thought maybe just she shared the dream rather than being a participate participation in it. Maybe.
1: May I don't know. The, yeah. yeah I don't know there's some some there's a lot of there's I just think there's a bit of a connection between yeah between Drusilla and Buffy in this episode mm. um and you have in one of the dreams Buffy's wearing this white dress, yeah, like this very slinky white dress, and Drusilla's wearing the exact same dress, and you see her kill angel, yeah um, and I think that's sort of to try to connect that uh. Buffy would be the one to, sort of a warning. To
0: kill Angel. (laughs)
1: That Buffy would be the one to kill Angel. Right. Um, Makes sense. Also, she starts going, she starts saying to Angel, oh, you want to hurt her like the way that you hurt me. Um, Like he wants to do what he did to Drusilla. He wants to do that to Buffy. Oh, okay. So he pretty much wants to destroy her and then then turn her into a." Can a, can he
0: turn her into a vampire?
1: I guess he could. Would
0: she be like super human, like I don't super know. super strength? Like she's I already got the the Slayer strength. Would she retain that strength? I don't she know. A vampire.
1: I have no idea.
0: The ultimate being.
1: Yep, they've never really gone into it. So mm.
0: the possibility of a Slayer v- being a vampire. Yeah. Surprised it's never come up before.
1: Yeah. Funny about that. Well, does <laughs> it come it, up? No, no, ah. it doesn't. It probably would have made a good episode though. Mm. Yeah. Like where there's a slayer that gets turned into a vampire?
0: Ultimate weapon.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Drusilla's not wearing her little doll dresses anymore. No,
0: she's dressing very womanly and sexy. Yeah, she's she's whoring it up now. She's she's
1: gone full goth girl. Yeah, I told
0: you, (laughs) being. uh, Actually, I was wrong. When I said being a vampire improves your libido, no, I've, I've got to be specific. Being an evil vampire <laughs> improves, improves your, your libido. Because yep. Angel was uh, was was raging a little bit too. I think he was, uh, yeah, g- giving Drusilla the sexy eyes, and even gave uh, Spike a nice kiss on the forehead too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah, she's wearing go oh, the yeah the sexy outfit, the corset things.
1: Yeah, yeah, she loves her corsets and her lace. Oh, um, that's just a
0: vampire thing. They're always wearing corsets, aren't they?
1: Um, Yeah, pretty much, I think from now on, you only ever see her in black and red.
0: Right. Oh. Yeah. Very sexy colour, red. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But you also see that she's, though she's quite, um, you know, she's quite strong again, like she's not all. Weak and meek the way that she had been. Yeah. Uh, she's still not entirely there.
0: <laughs> yeah, you get she's about 98, 90, 95%. She, she,
1: or maybe more like 90%. Yeah. Because <laughs> she starts freaking out about the roses. The flowers aren't right. Like she starts yeah. freaking out about the flowers not being of the flowers are all wrong.
0: Yeah. Vampire mental health is a real <laughs> issue, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, they haven't quite got her meds right.
0: And then What's she's gone a bit weird with the the guy with the glasses. She went all a bit weird with him.
1: Oh, no. I think she's just been evil vampire boss. Oh, okay. She's just been a boss bitch with him because yeah. he lost her. Well, you know. It she failed
0: me the last time speech. Yeah, pretty yeah.
1: much. But then, you know, he had another chance to get it back and he did get it back.
0: Yeah. And, and they then, rewarded him, didn't they? Uh,
1: no. Nope, oh. He got killed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Promptly killed by the judge. That's right.
0: Of course. Um uh, oh you mentioned the judge played by uh Oh yeah. No. Brian Thompson.
1: Brian Thompson, yeah.
0: Yeah
1: uh who was Luke, your favorite yeah, Your Luke. favorite yeah, from Luke. the first two episodes.
0: Michelle Kahn. <laughs> <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Always Luke playing the band. Super, super soldier. Yeah, super soldier guy, yeah.
1: Oh no sorry uh, oh, alien, that was alien alien bounty alien bounty hunter. bounty hunter yeah yeah um my next talking point would probably be on Jenny i don't think they ever planned on having her as a spy
0: no you think it was kind of shoehorned in was it i
1: really it? felt like it was kind of shoehorned in um because you never even see her i think other than the dark age where buffy and where angel saves her yeah um they barely have any screen time together and she's like like in order for it to really work for her to be a spy she needed to have just done something some little thing yeah but
0: also the the idea doesn't make any sense like that her uncle uh is is sort of having a go at her you know for letting this happen but what i, I all she, what was she meant to do all
1: she said was that she, all all he said that well, yeah. Again, I think her mission was pretty vague. <laughs> well, yeah, she meant honest.
0: to stop Angel getting happiness, just, but uh, she, how, how was she meant to do that? Like, how was she meant to? But stop But she wasn't
1: him? even told about that. She and was she just... wasn't
0: told about the whole the whole thing as well. What the whole well, curse was yeah. like? W- wouldn't that be helpful to to her job? Yes. So she was told to do a job, wasn't told really why to do it well, or how to do it. I, I don't. And then, do... and, then uh, and then chastised for not doing it properly.
1: I. Don't want to be super racist.
0: Yes, <laughs> famous last words. Go on.
1: Um, are gypsies renowned for this sort of
0: curse? A gypsy, a gypsy curse is a, no, a thing. no,
1: no, no, no. But um, look, the gypsies I've met are uh, just would not be capable. Of. Like uh, they wouldn't. They, they would not have bothered.
0: Yeah, see, gy- gypsy is kind of a broad term, though. Like it, it's. Like, cause you have like the British gypsy- gypsies now. They're the not travelers. really. Yeah, well, they're travel. They're nomads. They're people who live on a road who don't t- tend to not have like a fixed abode. But They've
1: got their own and have
0: their own sort of culture, basically, and their but own they sort have of their code. Own society. Yeah, they're that... people who sort of live out of our society and have their own customs and, and virtually have their own law as well in some ways, because they don't really have any fixed abode. They're not sort of tied to any sort of constraints or anything like that. Um. Generally, if you're born a gypsy, you'll You'll die a gypsy. Yeah, uh, I think that rarely people leave. It's but almost... generally
1: generally they do keep their women very, uh, very much undereducated and within the home. Well, I
0: think most of them usually are well undereducated in the, in a sense, and they're, they're not usually educated anyway. I don't think a lot of them would go uh, to school. I
1: think most because they travel around, they, they get yeah, out. They, they, they get out of the school system. So I think yeah. they sometimes forced into it. Um, but yeah, most of them can't read or write.
0: Yeah, well, again, that's part of their their culture, I guess. And, mm. I mean, other than what they get taught from their peers, I suppose, which would be, you know, probably probably pretty minimal, I'd imagine. But uh, there's there's sort of no records of them. Like it it was it was interesting to live in England to have to see these people and and there's like no records of them. They don't know how many there are. You know, you know what they do. You know, a lot of them do the quote unquote scrapping.
1: Yeah, I was about to say the scrapping. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, and yeah, the English ones, yeah, well, they have the pikers, which is, I oh, don't know, that's a derogatory term, yeah. the Pikies. And uh, I had seen some of those at the music festivals, like after the music festival that finished, everyone usually just leaves their shit everywhere. Yeah. And they're sort of they going around. Carry, they don't want to carry they don't want, it Yeah, my mate had this huge tent, had two of us carrying it a kilometre. It was the worst thing ever. We weren't packing it up and taking it. We're like, oh, screw it, we'll leave it there. So a lot of them were sort of you know foraging and, and scrounging around. And I can tell you one thing that the pikeys don't look like Brad Pitt, okay? <laughs> no, they, right.
1: they do have this, there's a certain look to them. Yeah, I
0: mean, you saw these people and you, saw, you kind of, you know, they looked a bit sort of rough and you kind of stayed away from them and just let them do whatever they, were, whatever they were going to do, you know. So, um, But, yeah, that's just a, a whole sort of um, but even subculture on, but even, want, yeah, of people. But
1: even the Romani ones when you're to Romanian ones. Well, yeah, yeah they're,
0: they're kind of different. They're sort of the European ones, yeah. They're the traditional yeah, but sort but even
1: of, the European ones that you get all throughout, Um, where did we come across them most? Probably in Italy. Italy, yeah. Italy Italy and Spain. um, I
0: think they're pretty common. Oh, and France as well. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah, they're pretty much beggars. and.
0: Well, I think they sort of stick to the the touristy spots and just circle around there. I don't remember seeing too many in Germany.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it is that thing where where you've got like the little girls that dress as little old ladies. Yeah. Um, You've got the ones that cripple themselves. Yeah. Or they pretend that they're crippled. Yeah.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, um, a lot of them around the, the large touristy uh, you know sites and stuff like that, famous buildings. Yeah, yeah. But not all of them were gypsies. Some were just beggars. But um, you did see some of those gypsies, yeah, around there.
1: Um. So, that, so when I hear gypsy, that's what I'm thinking. Of. Yeah, yeah. It's like Miss Calendar, not Miss Calendar. Absolutely yeah. nothing like <laughs> Miss Calendar. Yeah. As I
0: said, they don't look like Brad Pitt either. <laughs>
1: yes. Uh, yeah, so absolutely nothing like Miss Calendar. Because mm-hmm. um, they, I don't, I don't know, they generally have this slightly inbred look. About. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I might yeah. retract that.
0: Oh, uh, well, I think that possibly, yeah, like to keep it in a family, I guess. It's, it's not a huge sort of, uh, you know, tribes that they have, I guess. So, the odds are they probably are like second cousins, a lot of them sometimes. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, mm. but they maybe do look a bit like that uncle... Was it Uncle Enyo, Enyos?
0: Yeah. Um. Played by uh Vincent Chevalley, a famous uh well famous actor. He he. This guy's got a huge sort of uh, I just remember DVD. him from X Files. X Files. Yeah. Oh look, if you just yeah, he's, uh, he's he's been
1: in a lot of stuff. A
0: lot of films. Yeah. One flew as a one flew of the cuckoo's nest was probably one of his uh famous roles. Um. And, and among others too. Uh. Unfortunately, passed away. Uh, nearly fifteen years ago, actually. Um, and he wasn't that old too? I think, Only in his fifties, I think. Uh, and he was in Italy, Sicily, at the time. He's got an Italian background. Um, uh, yeah, char- you you just see him and you recognize him a bit like that other actor we saw the other day. I'm like, oh, he just the 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 guy the, uh, the um this Sammy the Squealer, whatever his name was. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one of those char- character actors. You just see him like, oh, I. I know. Him. When I was looking at his INDB, I just couldn't think what I'd seen him in, but I just recognised him straight away. So similar to that.
1: Yeah. Um. But anyway, the you know, the gypsy curse, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. <laughs> like-
0: no, it makes no sense. Yeah. So I think you're definitely right. It definitely seemed like it was shoehorned in there. They create a bit of uh, tension within the characters and, and a reason for uh, Giles and Miss Callender not to work out. Like, it just always seemed like that was never going to happen. Just something was going to stop it. Every time yeah. they were sort of together, I'm like, oh, this isn't going to last. Something's going oh, to they, ruin they, it.
1: They might, they might work things out. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. They might work things out. Maybe. Maybe. No, but I think you did say that at the start because you, you didn't recognize her as a character. You hadn't seen her in the show before. Yeah. So you're like, well, obviously, she's not going to be around for that long. <laughs>
0: I'm not going to say anything, but I, I think I got spoiled by something I saw on Reddit. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So I, I How thi- do
1: you get spoiled on a... Sh- yeah, anyway. I thought you'd seen...
0: No, well, I'd never seen her before, I'm saying. Oh, okay. So, I, I've no idea. Maybe she just goes back to a pagan techno tri- tribe or something. Okay.
1: Um, Pagan but-
0: techno gypsy tribe that she's in. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know, but yeah, Uncle Enyo, he really is a bad st- like gypsy stereotype, yeah, um, of what Americans think gypsies are. Yeah, um, he really f- feels quite shoehorned in. Mm. Um, but also, I just wish that they had have shown like Jenny just doing something earlier on to to be like slightly shady. Yeah, <laughs> like to seem like yeah, she was up just, to something. just something, yeah. Other than in the these two episodes. But as you're right, he comes in saying.
0: Yeah, telling her off for telling not doing a job.
1: But then it didn't seem like she knew what her job was supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, well, I'm not exactly place.
0: sure how she was meant to do this job, to how she was going to prevent him from her getting happiness. And she yeah.
1: was like, You just told me to come and keep an eye on him. I've kept an eye on him. <laughs> like, you didn't, yeah. you know, and then she's like, You know, yeah. there is a girl, but you didn't say that I had to keep keep him away yeah, from her. Yeah, and
0: why even do the... I know. I know we said they're not about justice, about revenge, but still you'd think they would have some compassion that, you know, if he becomes angelus again, he's gonna kill other people. Yeah. So, you know thus the cycle continues.
1: But maybe that's the like they didn't maybe they didn't actually design the curse. But it seemed like a good thing to
0: Spare of the Moment curse. (laughs) Impulsive curses. This is what happens when you impulsively curse someone and don't think it through properly.
1: Yeah. Which is what they did. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so we also have um Willow finding out about Cordelia and Xander and actually letting Xander know her feelings about him.
0: But you'd rather be with someone you hate <laughs> than, than be me. with her, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. But she's hot.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> Cordelia. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um well, you're expecting some sort of better standards from Xander or something? I mean, you know, as you said, I'm a 17 year old boy.
1: What is it? Looking at linoleum makes me yeah. horny.
0: It kind of maybe funny. Which I'm a seven year old boy. I'm like, really?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: I'm a seven year, seventeen <laughs> year old boy. <laughs> There's something yeah. so wrong hearing him say that. Oh, how old is he in that? I don't know. He's like got to be in his twenties. Twenties. 20s. 20s. Yeah. I'm a 17 year old. I think, boy. was
1: he wearing the sh- that? I remember you sitting there going, hang on, is he wearing the Hawaiian shirt? shirt? Yeah, so he's wearing no. that Hawaiian shirt.
0: No, it's not. It's not from the movie. Um, it's like a beach party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I looked it up. No, he doesn't. He wears some shirts, but nothing like that. Oh, ah, you know? okay. We suspected it whether or not he was wearing a shirt from Psycho Beach Party, which is a great great film if you haven't seen it. Yeah,
1: it's a fantastic movie. We rewatched
0: it recently; we hadn't seen it in a long time. But I
1: remember, like, but I I had it on DVD. I don't Mm. even know if you could download it or it's on any streaming. I don't even know where I don't know where you would even find this movie. But I think I bought it in a bargain bin for like five bucks because I saw that it had Nicholas Brandon in it, um, and then watched it, and I was like, oh my god, this is amazing.
0: Uh, and and
1: it has Amy Amy Adams. <laughs> it has Amy <laughs> Adams in it. Amy Adams is in it. Um, yeah. There's a few like it's an all-star. Oh, what's he,
0: what's he, oh, the other girl? Davis Davies. Uh, Kimberly Davies. Kimberly, Kimberly Davies. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, doing yeah.
0: her Marilyn Monroe impression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, yeah. it's a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> it Has a girl from uh, Six Feet Under? I can't remember. Her oh
0: name. yeah, she's the main. No, she's not. Is she the main character? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah she yeah, is. Yeah.
1: yeah. And the guy from Dharma and Greg. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Greg.
1: <laughs> Greg. No, no, he's he's the big kahuna. Big, big kahuna. B- B- big big ca- kahuna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's a really great. She,
0: was she Groovy Chick? No, was she Chicklet. Mm. Chicklet,
1: Chicklet. <laughs> Chicklet, yeah. So, yeah, it's sort of a piss take on the Gidget movies.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: Yeah, sorry, going off on a... <laughs> yeah, Sorry, that's I'm <laughs> Talking all right. about a tangent. You haven't uh, seen it?
0: Go watch it. Might be on YouTube. I don't
1: know. No, uh, actually, I should look that up because I found something else. Um, probably the other day I was trying to work out where you could see, you know, the movie Bad News.
0: Yeah, that's on YouTube.
1: Yeah, I was trying to think. Hang on, where's...
0: it's not really a movie though. It's it's from a TV show called uh, The Comic Strip Presents. Yeah. So it's it's the, all the um, Dawn, Dawn and French and uh, Dawn French and Sand Saunders and. And uh, Ronnie Coltrane and Rick Mail and Andrew, Edmund, Andrew, I'm saying all the names wrong. You know what I'm talking about. Basically, that those uh, English young comedians, ones. that yeah, when they were really young, <laughs> yeah, uh, they had this show called Comic Strip Presents, and that was just a segment they did called Bad News. Like they did other ones, yeah, and uh, completely weird. You know, the young ones, guys. You know, and and bottom So that, that was just one episode they did on that. Two. <laughs> well, they they did a follow up on <laughs> they it. Did they did They had to do a follow up because it it got pretty popular. That yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, and I was trying to find I was thinking, oh, where would you see that? And I looked it up and yeah, it was on YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube, yeah. Um, um yeah, the way that uh you have uh Oz and Willow's relationship developing in this episode. Mm-hmm. So Oz finally asks her out, asks her out in the best way possible. Um yeah, Oz just does no wrong. Um and then he rejects her in the sweetest way possible I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, oh, and she wanted him to kiss.
1: Yeah, she was like, do you want to kiss me? <laughs> he was like, um, yeah, I can't remember the lines exactly, but it's he's pretty much no because it's shallow and when I kiss you, I want you to be kissing me for the right reasons.
0: Right, Yeah, because she wanted to make him jealous. I uh, make Xander jealous. Yeah,
1: yeah. So he didn't want to kiss her for shallow reasons. So I thought it was very sweet.
0: Yeah, good on you. Good on you, Oz.
1: Um but yeah i oh, you also have like willow doing those her big cry what do you call them her big baby brown um crying eyes that she does that are just so heartbreaking when she does them mm-hmm, <laughs> as she's storming off from Xander,
0: yeah, bastard
1: <laughs> i don't I honestly don't think he did anything wrong, but yeah, yeah, but well, he knew his her feelings for him. He's just hmm. complicated. All right. So, Jared, did you go down any rabbit holes this week?
0: Down a hole? Um, not really, I suppose. Um, uh, oh, the actress who got bitten uh, was bitten by Angel and he breathed a smoke oh, out. Oh, I and love you. that
1: scene.
0: <laughs> uh, and it wasn't an actress. That was actually Buffy's stunt double.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I didn't know that. Yeah. What did you call her? She's a whore, isn't she? Oh, no, no. What? Oh, Spuffy. <laughs> she's not.
0: you a harsh critic. Spuffy. Spuffy. Yeah, you've got your Spuffy, her stunt double. Yeah. yeah. Stunt Buffy. Yeah, Stunt spuffy. Buffy. Yeah. Spuffy. She's not a whore, though.
1: <laughs> no, but she's playing a whore. Isn't she meant to be like a, a hooker or
0: something? Oh, just a girl standing outside smoking a cigarette in the street. Well, oh, and you a harsh an critic. In an alleyway. In an alleyway. <laughs> in a
1: dark alleyway.
0: Looking for some company, honey? <laughs> you were right there. Uh, Yeah, so her husband is, or the actress, I should say, Um, Spuffy. Yeah, no, her name is uh, Sophia Crawford. Uh, Yeah, so she does all the Buffy stunts. Uh, You know, prolific stunt woman, Pretty much, you know, everything from Power Rangers to, oh, there's a remake of Kung Fu in 1994. Oh, yeah, that's right. The legend continues. Uh, Sheena. Mm I don't know what that is. Uh, but she's married. Uh, her husband is the stunt coordinator of the show, which uh, led me to uh, he, he did stunts for a TV, uh, a movie called A Time Cop 2. And I'm like, oh my God, there was a Time Cop 2? <laughs> uh, if you're not familiar with Time Cop 1, it was a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie released in the early mid-90s. Uh, not one of his great classic films. Um, had some pretty cool, uh, spe- had some pretty cool uh, special effects in it. There's this is whenever they time traveled through the 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 wave thing. It was like him walking through a pool, like and, and, like standing up. I know there's some pretty cool action scenes in it. Um, not really something I'd recommend to anyone. If you like Jean Claude Van Damme, you, you might like this movie. It's not yes, I said it's not one of his greatest. Does
1: anyone actually really love Jean Claude Van
0: Damme? I like I like his movies. Yeah, I like. Them. I'm not going to go out of my way to watch him, but you yeah. know. Um, yeah, and there was a sequel made about 10 years after that, starring Jason Scott Lee uh, as the main character. Um, and then I found out there was a TV show made of Time Cop. <laughs> um, I no, no idea. It's funny. Uh, yeah, they make TV shows of movies like that. And so, since uh, Buffy is based off, off a movie as well. And uh, this is obviously uh, an, an example of where it worked. And time cop the TV show is an example where it didn't work. <laughs> uh, you
1: showed me a clip of it, and I was yeah. like, I probably would have watched it.
0: Yeah. uh, I don't know. It looked like garbage, to be honest. So, uh, but, uh, yeah. So I'm just going to play the uh, intro of it on here now. The year 2007. <laughs> time travel is a
1: reality. 2007. <laughs> has formed the Time Enforcement
0: Commission. A top Tech. Responsible for time Enforcement Commission. All the way in 2007. You're making wow. a show about time travel. Can't you just aim a little further, further than 2007? Yeah. Maybe. Actually, I'm thinking about it now. Maybe that uh, to keep budget down. If you make it too far in the future, everything's got to be all futuristic. If you make it like 15 years in the future... You don't have to go too nuts with all the futuristic crap, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So you don't have to aim too high. Um, i never seen this show before, Time Cop. Um, I never will.
1: <laughs> I almost uh, kind of want to watch an episode. Yeah.
0: No, you don't. Watch, watch an episode of Buffy or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, and uh, I don't know. There's other like uh, weird uh, sci-fi late-night TV shows that I sometimes see. Time Tracks. Anyone ever seen that show? <laughs> Now, I only remember this show because um, at, at Warner Brothers Movie World uh, in, at the Gold Coast, that's the theme park where the Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. They used to have the back lot tour. And I remember doing it a few times. And they used to always mention the Time Tracks TV show was filmed at you know, Warner Brothers Gold Coast. I'm like, wow, nobody's heard of that show. Not, even, <laughs> not anyone in Australia watched that show. It was played at like 10 o'clock on a, on a Thursday night, mm. 11 o'clock. I don't know if it was popular in America or not, but it was made here. And yeah, I don't know. I thought it was an awful show. I didn't like it. And I was really into my sci-fi stuff. So uh, that was my opinion on it.
1: Yeah. All right. Did we want to get into question time? I
0: think it is question time, buddy.
1: Question time. Answer the question. Which character was your favourite?
0: I liked Angel in this episode.
1: <laughs> uh, I, th- I really
0: think he was uh, sucking the scenery, if you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> so you have to call him by his new name. Angel, Angelus. Angelus. Both of
0: them were pretty good.
1: Yeah. I I really loved seeing Spike and Drusilla again and the new Drusilla. I- the new Drew? I just love her.
0: This is the new Drew.
1: Yeah, new Drew. New Drew, yeah. Um. Which character do you love to hate?
0: I'm going to say the uncle.
1: Uncle bad, bad gypsy stereotype Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I know, he's a bit, yeah, he was useless And I think he was totally shoehorned in Which, you know, didn't make any sense Yeah, There there had to be a reason for Angel to go bad Like, I I don't know, I figured he would have worked this out somehow He loses his soul How can he lose his soul? Oh, a gypsy curse Okay, cool
1: No, so he already had the gypsy curse
0: Yeah Was it mentioned earlier, the gypsy curse? Yeah. Oh, really?
1: Yeah, in like the episode. What is that, the angel episode?
0: Oh, did they mention it? Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. So they've had this gypsy curse, but they never really went into anything about the gypsy curse. But it seems like no one really knows much about this gypsy curse.
0: Well, you know, we're using vague uh, sorcery sort of explanations, you know. Basically, whenever you see something bad like that happen, a wizard, oh, a wizard did it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, always blame the wizards. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I go with the character I love to hate is Angelus.
0: Angelus. Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh kick in the nuts for him.
0: Mm. Ow,
1: my balls! <laughs> um, what was the most? Excuse me. What was the most memorable fight scene?
0: The Buffy Angel fight at the end.
1: <laughs> where she kicks him in the nuts. Kicks him in the ball. No, Ow,
0: the... my ball. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's one of those scenes where you just want to jump up and cheer. Yeah. Kick him in the nuts.
0: <laughs> so, what? Uh, why would that would hurt a vampire kicking them in the nuts? Well, I'm trying to think yeah, why.
1: Yeah, it would. Because like, it's still a sensitive body part. Yeah, I you'd think you'd think she would do it a bit more often though. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll probably go with like the. Um. The fight scene in the school, like where he sort of punch kiss, like he kisses her so hard, mm. and kind of like I don't even want like almost karate chop kisses her, <laughs> like,
0: knocks he, her to the ground.
1: Yeah, he sort of like he almost headbutt kisses her, and she goes sort of flying to the floor, and she's. Mm. She's um, you know, she kind of sits there a bit dazed afterwards, yeah. Like with this sort of what do you call it? That thousand yard stare. Like she just, you yeah, know, she's a bit broken. Hmm. Um, LOL moment.
0: I had a couple, both involving Angel. <laughs> yes. First thing you when you first thing you do when you come bad, you start smoking. <laughs>
1: yes. Like him biting her neck and breathing bought. it out. Yeah, that's a pretty cool song.
0: And uh, and then him kissing Spike on the forehead. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Oh, you you just bloody uh, things lapdog." Like, <laughs> 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 I kind of wonder if that was improvised, maybe.
1: Possibly, but uh, I love. Does Drusilla so do a little? Grr.
0: Yeah, she does. a little, 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 grr. little snarl.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, mine's where Buffy kicks him in the nuts.
0: Ow, my balls.
1: Um Or um, I actually really like the line, like when Spike, um, oh, sorry, it's when A- Angelus goes to find Spike and Drusilla in the factory and Spike's saying, did you see any further? Do you know what happens to Angel? And Angel appears going, he moves to New York, tries to fi- fulfil his That Broadway dream. It's tough sledding. But one day he's working in the chorus when the big star twists her ankle. (laughs) And then the um, judge comes up and and he's like, oh, it tingles. I think he's broken. (laughs) Maybe it's not working. (laughs) They're like, it's not working. Maybe he's broken. (laughs) Yeah, that's a pretty... Pretty funny, yeah. Little scene. Well, all the
0: evil people are having all the fun, aren't they? Oh yeah. Like all, all the good people have just seem just so depressed and broken, and everything is a shit, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> They're all having all the fun.
1: Yeah. All right. Who gets the wooden spoon?
0: Oh, it's got to be the judge.
1: Oh, I'm gonna go with a bad gypsy stereotype, Uncle uh, Yeah,
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> But I know no, the judge. It's all about I don't know. the judge. Yeah,
1: yeah. I suppose it was all about the judge, but he was kind of like it was sort of that no, no weapon forged. And you're like, when was the last time anyone forged a weapon?
0: <laughs> mm. Well, did it kill him
1: though? Um. Well, it would have. Well, it blow it blew him into a lot of different pieces. Okay. And you had Buffy saying, keep keep the pieces. So maybe separate. it's still
0: true because that he well, was dis- he disassembled wouldn't... last time. So yeah,
1: he's just disassembled into a lot more pieces this time. Yeah. Okay. So, as long as they don't sweep him all up into one big <laughs> into
0: one bag <laughs> or oh, maybe, maybe bag. it's like a uh, one of those big thousand puzzle things you gotta sit there and <laughs> you gotta find the corners first and go to the outside <laughs> <laughs> and, you know get the edges in yeah you know, and then and then work your way from the outside into the center, i guess, and uh happy days,
1: yeah, yeah, I guess <laughs> that's how you would do it, yeah. So yeah, the ju- judge won't be in nice little boxes spread across the earth. Mm. That when you fit all the boxes nicely together.
0: Yeah, it was nice of him to have all the boxes fit together too when they decided to disassemble him.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Funny. That's very yeah. weird.
0: Yeah, they went to a lot of trouble. I mean, we yeah. would just better have ones that don't fit together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, can't you like, just put his hand through a mince grinder or something? Oh, it's, oh, it's been forged by man. Damn it. Throw it in a volcano?
1: Yeah, that probably would have made a better sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah, volcano? All right.
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Fix the problem. Yeah. Throw all these bits into a volcano. Yeah,
0: done. All right. Yeah. Glad that's right. settled.
1: Yeah. Um favorite scene.
0: I do like Angel and Spike reuniting, you know. It's like it was kinda <laughs> like getting the band back together, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. You know? And yeah. As I said, they're having fun. Like, yeah. Oh, this is good. This is like the good old days, man.
1: Yeah. And you, know. you had Drew doing the little "You want to destroy her like what you did to me."
0: Yeah, <laughs> and even her, you know, insinuating like I have some sort of three way or something too. Mm. You know, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: and then yeah, and, and Angelus is like, "Oh, you always knew me best." <laughs> yeah, that is a good scene. Um, I I definitely like their hero walk. I'm a, I'm a bit of a sucker for a hero walk, and Joss Whedon just. Knows how to do his hero walks. Mm. So you've got them all walking out of the library with the RPG. Mm-hmm. And they all kind of pan, sort of all get them going. Oh, you don't see. It's just
0: a box or something, isn't it? They're carrying. Yeah, it's just a yeah. box.
1: You don't see what it actually is, but you're pretty sure you know what it is. Mm. Um, What is your least favourite scene?
0: Scenes.
1: Scenes? Okay. <laughs> Is it the kissing scene or the sex scene?
0: <laughs> what sex scene?
1: There was a... Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I know. It's done all arty-farty so yeah. that you sort of only see... Yeah,
0: I don't know. Just some sheets moving or something. <laughs> some I don't sheets know. moving. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't know. Just the kissing There's lots of kissing scenes yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You didn't tell me this is a kissing show. Don't worry. We'll kiss... We'll miss... We'll skip all the kissing next time. <laughs>
1: uh. Um, yeah, I don't like when Angel is being really like he's pretending to be um so Angelus is pretending to be angel yeah. back in the apartment yeah and acting like Buffy's was horrible in bed
0: mm. <laughs> and he's uh, yeah I didn't say she, he was a she was a pro. <laughs> That's a compliment you you were a pro just
1: that whole scene is disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting Angelus and disgust. But it works. It destroys her. Like yeah. It. Yeah. She's very, very upset by it. Did well, yeah. Um, okay Hello cutie pie. <laughs> okay. Our favorite quote.
0: Um short one. He's a wanker, but he's the only one with half a brain. <laughs>
1: Now, you were saying when, when he said that, he's like, Americans never use the word wanker correctly. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, I think they maybe sort of, sort of did with this one, but generally they don't, I I feel. I, I, I don't think anyone really, really says wanker anymore.
1: You say and it that, a lot. Do I? Yeah. I don't know. But you call your friends wankers.
0: Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't really. Do I? I don't think I really say it that often. I, I usually say something's a wank.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, yeah.
0: So, something's a wank, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, when something doesn't work properly, oh, it's a bloody wank, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, Unless I'm really pissed off with someone, you're a bloody wanker, <laughs> you know? It's, yeah. um, well, there's a few wankers around here, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, we're back in lockdown 4.0. Yeah. So our yeah. government has been a wanker at yeah, the moment. Yeah, it's
0: a real wank. Yeah. yeah, this whole COVID thing's a wank, if it's you understand. It's a massive wank. Big wank.
1: Big wank. No one's happy. No. I've got to homeschool and work from home. I'm not happy. Mm. (sighs) Hmm. But my favourite quote. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yes. My favourite quote. Spike's like, are you feeling better, love? Are you feeling better then? Drusilla's all, I'm naming all the stars. Spike responds with, you can't see the stars, love. That's the ceiling. Also, it's day. Drusilla's like, I can see them, but I've named them all the same name and there's terrible confusion. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah,
0: no, uh, yeah. I knew it was going to come
1: pure poetry coming oh, on it then. is. Oh, it is. Oh, you just few want to do poetry. your Drusilla voice. Oh, Any excuse to do that? Well, she's not in the show forever, so oh. I have to do it for as long as I can.
0: Okay, Yeah. Well.
1: Um. Okay. Best Cordelia freakout moment.
0: Well, it was probably the only one. The uh, in the locker room, or when she's uh, Xander's asking, you know, if they could go to the party together as a couple, and she's like, no. <laughs> um, you know, uh, what what is what does she say? Um, you know, uh, something along the lines of like, you know, he he'd be embarrassed. He won't be embarrassed to be with her, but she's embarrassed to be with him. Yeah. Yeah. That's something like that. I had a feeling you might have had the same one, so I didn't bother no, writing no, it down. No, no. <laughs> I
1: don't I'd have a different one.
0: Uh yeah. I can't remember what she said, but yeah. Um it's p- something pretty pretty mean actually. It's okay for you to admit it because, you know, I'm really cool and you're not. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, mine is her going, This is great. This is there's an unkillable demon in town. Angels joined his team. The Slayer's a basket case, and I'd say we've hit bottom. And then Xander says, I have a plan. Oh, no. Here's a lower place. <laughs> All right. Who is the MVP of the episode?
0: You think I'd say Buffy, but no. It's Xander. I was going to say Xander. Yes, Xander, Xander is the MVP. Xander is
1: the MVP of this episode for yeah. getting the idea to yeah. kill the judge. And, and his- saving Willow. Yeah, and saving Willow.
0: And, and uh, yeah, um, Buffy just kind of loses it cool a little bit, like when she goes up and uh, assaults a teacher in front of all the students. Oh, and, yeah, And no yeah. one says about an eyelid. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, no, when one kid stands up and says, should I go get the principal?
0: Oh, and Joel's like, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. no I'll be fine. No, it's all right.
1: <laughs> but she, like, fully walks up. She gra- grabs, her by, grabs the... her by the throat and pushes her down yeah, on yeah. the desk. In front of, in front of everyone in yeah. the classroom. Like, that would be... You are expelled, love.
0: Oh, yeah. God, assaulting a teacher. Oh, no, this is back in the 90s. Like, we did it all the time, you know. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, yeah, it wasn't that big of a deal, you know. Unless they were bleeding, then you got in trouble. <laughs> I you all the high school shows from the 90s where they are like, really, really bad? All the high schools were just terrible. Like, you know, basically prisons virtually.
1: Not Do you really. remember, like in the early, in
0: the nineties, was you know the Dangerous Minds or a lot of these high school oh, yeah, shows yeah, yeah, yeah. where they will just
1: y- y- in a school? Yeah, I, I just remember
0: there was yeah. a few of them. Lean on Me, remember that? I think it was a Morgan Freeman one. You know, where he had to go clean up a school where the kids were just smoking in the hallways and stuff like that.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, I don't really. Remember uh, there was that.
0: one with J- James Belushi, uh, the 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 principal or something like that. Again, a school that. It was, a, I don't know, it was just a cliche of like these really badly run schools and someone yeah. would come in and clean them up and sort the kids out. Ah,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Schools are <laughs> 90s, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: And remember there was, there was a parody movie, High School High.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm actually thinking of the parody movie, <laughs> High School High.
0: <laughs> yeah. That, that to give you an idea of the, how many there are out there, there are a lot. So that there's a parody movie, which wasn't a bad parody film. They don't make them like that anymore.
1: No, no, they don't. All right. Um, what do you want to rate the episode out of ten using something from the episode?
0: Uh, I'm gonna give it five RPGs.
1: Okay, five. Five. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go nine out of ten. Clouder rings. Oh. Do you know I had one? I have one of those rings. Did you? Do you know where I got it from? Ireland. Scotland. (laughs) actually <laughs> bought it in Scotland.
0: Really? What, what were they popular? Like what's what's so cool about them? Why did um, you buy it?
1: I always wanted one. Why? Like even when what I was they? in what's so, I what's remember the appeal? wanting one in I remember a friend had one in primary school.
0: But what's what's the appeal? Like you, they're a thing. I don't
1: I'm They're just, just a ring. They're just a pretty ring and it's like two hands holding a heart. Yeah. And when you have a boyfriend, you turn the the um the heart towards you.
0: <laughs> rolling my eyes here <sighs>
1: Um, ready to go call to action yeah
0: I think uh, let's wrap it up Eddie for another episode uh, you've been listening to Nerd Subculture I'm Jared I'm Edwina and if you like what you hear then be sure to like subscribe, subscribe. comment on
1: uh, we are on the socials, so you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Uh, I did say Twitter. Yeah. Uh, YouTube. YouTube. Alright. Um, yeah. So take care. All right, bye, girl.